Hi. Hi. How? <laughs> Long time no talk. I know. Well, okay. We talk, but like. Yeah, we do talk. Not like this. We don't talk on our podcast. No. Um, <laughs> this is Hot for Justice in case anyone was unfamiliar or this is your first time or this is your first time in, I don't know, six months like everyone yeah. else's. Um, <gasps> Whoops. You know, it happens to the best of us. Um, you know, we don't want to like take too much time here at the top like going into the you know ins and outs of nitty gritty right basically tldr we both had surgeries jessica has a uh oh do you want me to edit that out no it's okay (laughs) it's fine um you have a toddler um you know i do your husband is you know starting nursing school there's a lot of work you know missing missing pieces jesus christ a lot of uh moving (laughs) pieces here um we're I'll say it's very clear I haven't done this in a hot minute. Um, even though I am yeah. doing my other podcast um, fairly consistently, if you listen over there, mm-hmm. um, Why Do You Like This uh, with my homeboy Jackson, um, we have been consistent over there. Right now we're talking about Seth Rogen movies, if you're into that sort of judge. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so we haven't recorded a podcast over here in a hot minute. We've just been busy. Shit happens. Did I say we both had surgery? Um, yeah. Yeah, so that was a big thing. Um, I had COVID at some point um you know life happens uh things happen yeah um we're not gonna sit here and apologize about it because you know there's no need to you know uh millennial women have a very bad habit of apologizing for everything and i'm not fucking doing that anymore so yeah here's to no. just moving on well, and um doing the damn thing yeah yeah well so at that i mean at the end of the day we don't really get paid for this right. it's just a fun thing we do i mean sometimes we have ads mm-hmm. um and we appreciate you know your all support on that but um it's a lot of work to make content and to do this regularly and in addition to all the other responsibilities we have yeah sometimes it's not a priority and that's okay mm-hmm. but we're coming back and so far our idea is to do this uh have at least two episodes a month mm-hmm. so um that's gonna be hopefully our game plan going forward yeah a, a bi-weekly moment um you know we'll figure out which day of the week this is gonna start going out on consistently um whether that's monday or mm-hmm. wednesday um you know you'll find out when you listen to this i suppose um that'll be the day <laughs> that we've chosen um yeah and our you know format that we're kind of going with for the time being you know this this can ebb and flow but right now we're going to be doing like one like you know I would say, you know, real episode a month, quote unquote, where we do, you know, do a case deep dive and then um, another episode, the other episode every month will be the screen recap of, you know, whatever thing that we are talking about that month. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think, um, you know, the other thing that I just want to really reiterate is that when we're doing these cases, we're ideally covering cold cases, mm-hmm. things that haven't been resolved. And we're doing that like you know, to bring awareness. Granted, we have a pretty good following of people. Um, And so just to kind of reiterate that, like, that's the, that's the point. Yeah. (laughs) So it's really really just kind of spread advocacy for these folks that, you know, their story hasn't really been told. Um, You know, you know, maybe we find these things on Reddit or like a small article that turns us, you know, into looking at eight different articles or whatever. But, you know, a lot of these things don't have a lot of information in one place. Um, so we're trying to, mm-hmm. you know, make that happen. Um, yeah. And it can be hard, though. Absolutely. It can be really hard. I mean, really, at the end of the day, what we have for sources are a lot of news articles and things like that. But, you know, for, like, marginalized people, 
a lot of times there's nothing out there. I mean, but you think of like the dichotomy between somebody like, you know, the Gabby Petito case over the summer where it just hugely blew up and then there's other cases that don't get that same... I mean, there were a lot of other people who went missing at the same time as her and I'm not saying that she didn't deserve news coverage because thankfully because of that they were able to figure out what happened to her exactly um but there were a lot of other people who went missing at the same time that that or were murdered that nothing so you know just remembering that i think um that's something that kind of like i don't want there's a lot of new things out about like women and podcasting and Mm -hmm. you know the entertainment factor of true crime which sure right we listen to this like while we're doing things to be you know not bored in the car or whatever but like at the end of the day I really want to get the point across of being respectful and like advocating for the victims exactly like um, we're, we're not over here trying to be like exploitative um we want to make that like very fucking clear um yeah. and you know to your point like i've definitely seen a lot of you know like articles and like people speaking out about like the true crime community and like keyboard warriors and like fucking um what do you want to call it? like armchair detectives like stuff like that mm-hmm. and like how you know toxic that you know can be and that's not the space that we're trying to be in um so mm-hmm. if you ever find that we are or if anything is you know it, doesn't sound yeah right. definitely like send us a message like let us know like we would love to know um you know we love to have an open conversation about it and you know correct ourselves in those situations um and you know i'm also not going to sit here and say like that hasn't been part of the reason like we haven't recorded you know like yeah i mean it's a big struggle for me honestly same and um i like think of it after having a child um i just it just like really pivoted for Mm me because you think like these people are moms or they're somebody's child too or somebody's sibling and it and lately, I've had friends who, you know, have had friends been victim of violent crime, mm-hmm. and um, the devastation that it leaves. The I can see it, you know, I can see it firsthand. Absolutely, um, it's terrible. And so, yeah, I just wanted to. It's something I've been struggling with too. I mean, while we've taken this break, that's constantly been in my mind. So I did want to. I mean, I'm. I feel bad. I feel glad that we addressed that. Me too. And I, I do think it's an important thing to, like, kind of stress, especially in, you know, kind of today's climates. You know, there's just mm-hmm. a, a lot going on, um, you know, really in every aspect of everything. Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, we want to try to be as respectful as possible in every regard. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like, we might, like, be a little giggly sometimes or whatever, but, like, that's not a reflection of the, how, you know, we feel about these we, mm-hmm. instances, these tragedies, all these things. Um, you know, and we have yeah. gotten feedback from, you know, folks, families that we have covered saying, like, thank you for spreading mm-hmm. awareness. And so this is why we do what we do. Um, you know, yeah. again, like, to your point earlier, like, this isn't something that we're, like, consistently making really any money on. Um, mm-hmm. You know, any money that we actually have made, we've donated. <laughs> um, yeah. And I also, I mean, I did use the term, like, we do for fun. I And, of course, like, it's not. No, I would say it's more of like a hobby. A, a, a for fun thing is probably just yeah. a, a, a slide of the mouth type of thing. But, you know. Yes. Um, it's, yeah, it's a hobby. Yeah. Definitely. And, and again, it's it's really all in, you know, in a positive light. It's not trying to be mm-hmm. anything else. So we just want to kind of make that very clear um, if you yeah. were confused in any way or if you're just stumbling upon us for the first time. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's it's funny because we've had no feedback like that. Right. At least I More haven't. But um, it's just, yeah, it's just really something that was kind of heavy on my mind. So Yeah, me too. I've, I've heard that criticism of like other you know, popular podcasts, uh, definitely more popular yeah. than w- we could probably ever be. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Um, but, you know, so it, it is something that, like, is, you know, been in my mind for the last several months, especially, again, it really came really came out around the time of the Gabby Petito thing, like, really blowing up. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of criticism in the true crime community and a lot of backlash. Um, yeah. Well, and then, like, the, they coined the term, you know, white woman syndrome right. or missing white woman syndrome. And, I mean, those are kind of, like, points that we've touched before because we've done series covering specifically, yeah. you know, BIPOC. So, um, yeah, I just, yeah. Yeah, and, and generally. Yeah, I'm doing my best I can, same. the best we can, to be respectful, polite, inclusive, and, you know, consider everybody. Yeah, and to that point, um, you know, we can kind of jump right into, you know, this week's episode, um, and um, kind of in that same vein, like, we we do still try to, like, you know, predominantly uh, cover, you know, marginalized communities, um, Mm -hmm. including, so, like, my case today, um, so mine does come from uh, Reddit uh, user uh, main underscore initiative. Um, this is the unexplained death of Charlene Rosemond. Um, so uh, she went to purchase a car and was found murdered uh, six days later, more than 10 years later, and Charlene's family is still searching for answers. Um, oh, that's awful. Oh, my God. I, I, this is so sad. Um, so Charlene Rosemond went to purchase a car and was found murdered six days later. Um, her family is still searching for answers. I literally just said that. Good job, Jamie. Um, so Charlene was a fun and active 23-year-old who lived in Everett, Massachusetts with her family. She worked for a Toyota dealership uh, for nearly two years before her death and was known for her dedication to her job. She took an interest in cosmetology and was looking forward to being an aunt soon. Um, the day she went missing, she had last spoken with her family on the morning of April 6th of 2009. She was borrowing her father's car since she was having car troubles herself and was hoping to purchase an, a new one. Um, Charlene and her mother had discussed returning the car home later that night as her father needed it in the evening. She obliged as she had recently saved up about four grand to purchase a Lexus from a friend who had said that they could help her get a car at a discounted rate. Um, honestly, perks of, like, working at a car dealership and, like, uh, all of that, like, you, like, know all the people at, like, the surrounding dealerships and shit, and, like, you can for sure get, yeah. like, a real good deal on a car. So, pro tip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> like, Except for right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo. Um, it's insane right now. Um, one of my buddies owns a Tesla, um, and it's, like, a, I want to say it's, like, almost five years old now. Um, and it's, like, one of mm-hmm. the, like, you know, more, like, reasonable priced models. Um, mm-hmm. He threw it up on Carvana just to, like, see what he could would, would get. He's, like, I'm not trying to sell it, but he was, like, I'm just curious to see, like, what the value on it is. They offered him yeah. almost $15,000 more than it's worth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <clears throat> right now is, um, it's wild. We recently bought and sold a car mm-hmm. sold and bought a car i should say <laughs> right you didn't you <laughs> we, didn't sell the new we, car <laughs> yeah we um the the car we ended up selling we we got almost as much as we paid for it that's insane and that was 10 years ago yeah it's the the market right now is insane but also pro tip mm-hmm. if you're a costco member uh sometimes car dealerships will give you um, some discounts off of like some models a lot of car dealerships are trying to be snaky and be like we don't honor that anymore but my car the car dealership worked with us and we got um yeah because right now they're all putting um 
Yeah, they're putting a dealer markup on all cars because there's a you know supply chain shortage, right. um, and so like for example, cars will be marked up seven to ten thousand dollars just in a dealer fee. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Costco, that'll that fee will be marked like cut cut oh, off. Wow. So you can save that money there. Um, but yeah, like I said, a lot of dealerships are trying to be like snaky of and they're like, oh no, we won't honor that. They want their money's money's. Uh, but yeah, it's a good thing to know. One of the the sales guys actually let it slip to me. He was like, "Oh, I wasn't supposed to tell you that," and I was like, "Thank you, bro." Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yep. How? Thank you so. Oh much. my god. Yeah. No, I had never heard of that. Um, so yeah, apparently, if you're shopping for a new car, fl- flash that Costco membership card. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um. <laughs> or have a friend on the inside, or both. Yes, there you go. Not to get too far off the subject, no. but just a pro tip if you're looking for a car right now in this this day. No, it's nuts. Like in like like you were saying, like used cars are selling for just as much, if not more, than the new ones. Like mm-hmm. it's oh, crazy town. Yeah, it really is. I mean, we were intentionally going to buy a used car until we realized it costs the same amount yeah. to buy a new one. We were we were kind of like, well, and then you're all like warrantied up and all that shit. So might as well. Right. Exactly. So yes, exactly that. So yeah. Anyways, I digress. Um, yes. So um, she's gonna get this good deal on on Alexis. Um, so she had okay. plans to look at the car. Um, she had the cash on hand. Um, and she told her mom that she'd be home that night after looking at the the Lexus. Right. So, um, mm-hmm. however, that evening, Charlene never came home. The next morning, her parents asked Charlene's sister, uh, Rosalie, if she had s- spoken to Charlene since she didn't come home. Um, and it was also very out of character for her not to return the car to her parents like she had promised, uh, which was a reason for concern. Like, even if she didn't, like, stay at home, like, she didn't drop the car off. Um, right. Which was weird. Um, red flag. Oh, red fucking flag. Um, so, basically, they reached out to her friends and her sister. Like, nobody could figure out where she was. Um, the sister had called, like, all of her friends. Um, she got, like, Charlene's voicemail, like, when she tried calling her. Um, again, all very much out of character. Um, but they knew that she was supposed to be at work at 7, but she never showed up. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> so, by 11 o'clock, so a few hours after they realized that she was nowhere to be found... Um, uh, Rosalie and the father decided to go to the Somerville police station to report her missing. At first, they dismissed mm-hmm. the urgency of the disappearance, saying, that, like, oh, it hasn't been 48 hours yet. Like, she'll turn up. Like, you know you know how they do. I hate that. Yeah. Um, and... I get it, but I don't get it. Right. You know? Like... Like, there's other factors you have to take into consideration when making that determination. No, 100%. And, opinion. like, I'm sorry, have these people never heard of the first 48? Like, have they not watched television? <laughs> right <laughs> there's literally a show about it no yeah like if you're unfamiliar um or have never heard that term um so for the first 48 is a show that i i don't remember which network it was on or if it's still it's on, on a and e it is still on yeah um it's uh they canceled the they had um it was basically like a new version of cops mm-hmm. it was called live pd they canceled that oh yeah i know they after were... all of the yeah all of like the police shootings issues. and stuff last year yeah, the officer-involved shootings um, after, you know, George Floyd. They canceled that, which, I mean, kind of good. Yeah. <laughs> and That show um, was many as fuck. Like, <laughs> I don't know if you... It was really long. I never watched live yeah, PD, watched but um, as a kid, I watched, like, a smattering of cops here and there. And, like, especially, like, I was definitely too young to be fucking watching that. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that shit was nuts. Like, Yeah, it is nuts. Well, Life of PD was, we watched, we've watched it a little bit, but, um, 
Yeah, I mean, I was, like, curious because I was, like, well, what happens if, I mean, this is live. Yeah. What happens if something goes, happens? Goes sideways, yeah. And there has been like, episodes been where that times, has, right? someone was shot and killed. Yeah, um... I don't remember exactly the circumstances, but yeah. So, um, but anyways, A A and E has the first forty eight still. Yeah. So it's a show that documents, um, you know, like disappearances or murder cases um, in the first forty eight hours. Because usually, if you're gonna have like any breakthroughs or like any like major evidence, it's gonna pop up in the first forty eight hours. Or if they're missing person, yeah. they're they're most likely to be recovered in the first two days. Um. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, it follows the, the detectives and all of that and like what they're doing and like you know. It's pretty interesting. It's very interesting. If you're interested in like that type of yeah, thing. Yeah, I watched quite a bit of that growing I, up. I personally. Yeah, I, I still watch it sometimes. Um, sometimes it gets really sad, so I just can't. But yeah. Um, but so yeah, that, that's the thing with like missing persons cases. Like, I agree. Like, it's kind of like, yeah, like if they took every single missing persons report that came in after two hours, like they would be inundated with requests. Like, I get that part. Um, and there's no way they could follow up on everything. But at the same time, like, mm-hmm. in some cases like there's this. There's certain circumstances. Where, right. That you know something's wrong. And they're like, mm, sorry about it. Um, right. And then, you know, in this case, too, we're like, we're also talking about a black woman. So, like, if, if it was a white woman, mm-hmm. would they have cared more? I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. who, right. who's to say? Well, where was this again? Oh, you said uh, Massachusetts. <clears throat> Massachusetts. Oh, I don't know why I found Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so, um, especially in the Pac Northwest, I feel like, that especially um i mm-hmm. i can't speak to the east coast as much just out of honestly ignorance but um mm-hmm. it's it's hard to say um you know what it would have looked well, like i think that's a trend you it's a trend you see anywhere really yeah i, was, I think honest. it's just you know it is you know kind of just general over racism and all of that but mm-hmm. um so they um basically told her like they had to wait 48 hours before they would let her let them file a report um, so this didn't sit well with the sister, justifiably so, who um, was eight months pregnant, decided to start just driving around Aww. to everywhere she'd know her, her sister would frequent. Um, mm-hmm. She spoke to two different friends of Charlene who, according to her, both seemed to have very little interest in the disappearance at all. Um, yeah. What? Yeah, so I'm not saying that's not sus. Um, so then the next day, when they could, then they filed the missing persons report. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was on April the 8th. Um so on April six, April thirteenth, uh, six days after she went missing, uh, Rosalie got a call from a friend telling her to speak to the Somerville Police Department. At the same time, a relative of Rosalie's father called and spoke to Rosalie's brother-in-law. You know, okay. I'm, I'm mathing. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. When the call ended, uh, the brother-in-law had to inform the family that the police had found Charlene's body. Um, she was found in her father's two thousand one gray Honda Civic in an alley near the Midnight Convenience Store with a bullet wound to the head. Oh my god! Yeah. Um, we'll that's awesome. um we'll have the the posts and the articles uh, linked in the show notes and stuff. Um, I don't think there's any photos of like the gruesomeness. Um, yeah, I hope not. Um, <laughs> but um, law enforcement believe that the two assailants believe that two two assailants were involved. One who entered on the passenger seat and the shooter who was in the back seat of the car. Charlene's family believed. Did they take her yeah, money? Um. Yeah. The money was never recovered from the scene, and that's the supposed the yeah. motive. Um, Do you think they set her up like there was actually no car? It's hard to say. Um, I, I'm sure that's definitely like a some sort of theory. theory. Um, but mm-hmm. based on what I could surmise, um, the people that seemed disinterested um, were not the same friend that 
like had the car. Um, okay. Nor nor do I know if it was related at all. It's you know kind of again kind of a little bit hard to tell. Right, um, that's a good point. But she could have gotten sidetracked or met somebody else or something. Right, yeah. you know, um, you know, she was maybe at the dealership and like maybe decided like she didn't want the car. Maybe she, you know, maybe she stopped at the convenience store and then they bum rush her. I don't know. There's a lot of yeah, a lot of moving pieces here. Ways that could have gone. yeah yeah. Um, in 2019, a suspect was arrested under two counts of perjury in relation to Charlene's case for providing false information. This individual was arraigned on a $100,000 bail. However, there's been no further movement in the case, and now it's been over 11 years since she was killed, and uh, everyone is still actively seeking justice for Charlene. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah. Um, so, um, again, um, we'll have... Over $4,000? Are you kidding? Yeah. A hundred fucking percent. <sighs> like, like, I understand, like, you know, obviously, like, you know, times are tough, like, shit happens, but, like, there there's you you don't kill someone over four grand Mm-mm. you don't kill no i mean don't kill people don't period kill you shouldn't kill somebody at all yeah <laughs> um yeah no that's but like i mean if you're ugh. i mean if you're in it for the money like at least like just take the money yeah. and go. like that's all just like there's no ne- there's no need for that it just you know be a robber not a murderer right unless it was somebody she knew right so you know or she saw too much or i mean again we're not right. justifying we're just speculating um yes yes um never a justification for murder really um okay but again um we will have everything linked down there and also like you know places to contact and what have you if you so happen to be in the massachusetts area the um uh everett massachusetts area specifically um Mm -hmm. or know anyone that could have been um who knows yeah talk to your peeps Well, my case is uh, really, was recent, really recent. Uh, I think, well, I I texted you about this yesterday. You did. um, Because this happened within the last week, and so I wanted to... It's actionable. ...bring, yeah, the the attention there. So, um, in Rancho Cordova, which is um, kind of a suburb of Sacramento... Mm -hmm. I would say, um, oh, last thir- or last Tuesday it looks. Oh no, maybe it was four. No, so she was reported missing last Thursday. Twenty-year-old mm-hmm. um, Emma Rourke, which uh, I actually saw on my Murderinos um, Facebook group page. So for specifically for um, the Sacramento mm-hmm. area, uh, so they were just kind of bringing attention. Emma on the report I saw is autistic and so they were you know hoping that she just got lost or i don't know something and they could bring her home right fairly quickly so she was reported missing last thursday last seen near coloma road and mcgregor drive uh in rancho cordova um they led a four-day search involving sheriff's deputies park rangers helicopters drones dogs um, there's the American River, which we actually went on a float trip on in September. We did. Uh, we need to plan this year also. Now that yes, I'm thinking about it. We decided to make it an annual trip. Hopefully um, this time it's not eight hours. <laughs> if you're from California, you also know that we're in a drought, and so we really did not uh, account for the lack of water in the river we when we went. Um, in a two-hour, it was supposed to be a two-hour float, took us six seven eight hours yeah it was a really long day yeah we ran out of booze in the first hour and a half 
Um, that was and a, water. And water. That was a sad time. Honestly, we probably could have made it. Made it. A we had to walk. Yeah. We had to walk the river. We literally were not even in our tubes. We had to walk. No, and then walk swim. Zach and I's tube was taking on water actively. It, it was. From a hole. They have a hole. Yeah, so that was that was really cool. Um, <laughs> Lessons learned, though. Yeah, bring snackies, <laughs> extra water, um, an oar. <laughs> yeah, that would be great, too. Although, yeah, so listen, you have to consume alcohol wisely. We did not. Because you can get a DUI. If you have an oar in, in a rafting, you can get a DUI. Well, okay, is it a DUI or is it a... a it might be something else. Is it a DUI else, like paddling a, under the influence? <laughs> it could, right it, it, there might be like another term that they use floating under can. the influence and fui yeah well i know because we went night river rafting oh. one time and some of the people had been drinking like that entire day and so they wouldn't take paddles out because you can get you know whatever cited for that I hadn't been drinking, so I was like, well, I could use a paddle, <laughs> but... I know you can get one, like, on a bike, but, like, I didn't know you could get one on a floaty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, could you... How pissed well, would you I mean, be if you were just dangerous. floating, you hopping have... along, and then... <laughs> yeah. Well, you think in a river, though, like a river rafting situation, you can't... It can go downhill pretty quickly. Well, right. And, like, you know... That's where the responsible part comes in. Right. But you think if you had a paddle, like, that was... You know, you're using it to be good. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm yeah, stupid or ignorant, but maybe we should. Maybe we should Google this. Maybe we should. We'll talk. About- We're spreading false information. I'll update you next week. Please do. <laughs> or next in two weeks, whatever. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so, um, 20 year old Emma Roark went missing on Thursday. So they launched a huge search, uh, and then they found a, a woman's body in a secluded rural area, at the River Axis on El, Mon- El Monto Drive. Um, I'm also getting this information from a Sacramento Bee article written by uh, Michael McGall. Um, it was written on February 2nd, so just three days oh, ago. Oh, this is current. S- yes. So the access point where she was found was only a mile away from where she had been last seen. Um, the news has said that that's her. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, the victim has not been formally identified. Mm-hmm. I think that they're associating because the police department said the body found matches her description. She's, I believe she's got blue hair. So it's kind of, you know, that's very identifying. I was going to say, you know, that, that does stick out. Yeah. Um, authorities determined that she had been a victim of a homicide, that they haven't released any other information. So there's no, you know, cause of death or anything else. Um released so detectives are asking anyone with information to contact the rancho cordova police department or the sheriff's department um we'll include phone numbers in the episode link um and then i had actually come across a reddit post last night kind of linking this case to a series of other cases apparently that are similar and i also texted you about this last night um, so in relation to what I'm assuming is this person being found murdered, um, the police department have also have been going around, um, to, I'm assuming local businesses to gather information and footage and whatnot from security cameras. So I really don't know the accuracy of this right. post. So I will like really preface that with, this is completely hearsay, but 
And also, I don't know how likely it is that the police department would, like, disclose this to somebody um, that they're just asking for information from. But apparently, this Reddit poster said that her friend had been interviewed because they own a local business in the area. And the police were saying that they are, like, looking at a potential serial uh, murder in the area. So, I've heard a couple of rumblings about that, too. And that's kind of... So, uh, we were talking about this, like, before the podcast um, a Mm -hmm. little bit last night. And uh, so, yeah, there's been four, I think maybe potentially five uh, young women's bodies that have been that have been found um, in the last couple of months in the like greater Sacramento area. Um, yeah. So not even necessarily just Sacramento. I think it said like Napa yeah, area. There was one like it Napa. kind of extends down the 101. Yeah, And then I think one even as far up as like Mendocino or like that kind of area. Yeah. I- um, I can actually pull it up again. Yeah, go ahead and pull um, it up. But um, you continue. And I had seen an Instagram post yesterday. We're recording this as of the 5th. Um, I saw an Instagram post yesterday that I couldn't find again this morning, but also, like, you know, that's how it goes on Instagram. Um, if you don't save it, it's mm-hmm. lost forever. Um, basically, in saying that, like, one of the women's bodies that turned up. So, for a, a brief background, these, like, four or five women um, were all around the same age group, um, you know, like, I think all under 40, um, you know, kind of like mid 20s. I think this, uh, what was her name, Emma? She was 20. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she was the youngest, I believe. Um, so that's why I think it's a little mm-hmm. bit out of the MO for the other ones. Um, the other ones mm-hmm. were like late 20s, mid 30s. Um, mm-hmm. One of them um, reportedly, um, the family is saying, like, we're pretty sure it's a suicide. So, like, don't lump it uh-huh. in for this, like, potential serial killer, quote unquote, because um, there's, like, we're pretty sure. I think they're still waiting for the formal, like, autopsy to be, like, finished or whatever because it's, you know, now it's mm-hmm. considered a criminal case or potentially. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's good they're doing the due diligence, but also, like, you don't ever bother a victim's family. No, and like I said, like, I, I don't know. And based on, like, what I can see, it kind of does seem like the media is a little bit drawing at straws here or grabbing at straws um, for, like, saying, like, mm-hmm. oh, this might be a serial killer um, or what have you. It's hard to say. Well, yeah, because it gets it gets clickbait, but it hasn't been really picked up by any major news. No, outlets. I've been seeing it mostly like on Reddit and like just like true crime pages I follow and stuff like that. That like they're saying that it could yeah. be, um, but yeah. So it said that this these discoveries started in Mendocino, moved up, moved to Wilkins, which I'm not really sure where that is. Napa and now Rancho. Yeah, um, I'm looking it up. Uh, so. Um, what regardless of if this is true or not right it's always a really good reminder to just be super aware of your surroundings Mm -hmm. let people know where you are you know share your location with somebody um you know just as a of course men need to be careful too but as a woman you know we're more likely to be attacked or you know whatever yeah. It's just kind of one of those things, like, as a woman, you know, you have to be really careful. Yeah, as fucked um, up as it is, like, yeah. you know, yeah, we are targeted more often than our male counterparts. Just be careful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, lock your car doors, lock your lock your house doors. Right. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, so if you have any information about Emma Rourke and her disappearance, um, potentially her murder, if this is indeed her, um, please reach out to either the Rancho Cordova Police Department or the Sacramento Sheriff's Office. The phone number is 916-362-5115. And you can also leave it to tips anonymously online. So 
if you don't want to be identified. Yeah, and I think um, most police departments and stuff like that have some way to do stuff like that anyway. So if you're skeezed out or anything like that, they're, you know, look into doing like anonymous tipping. Yeah. Um, so also, I guess this... <laughs> The, uh, do you listen to Jen- Jensen and um, very infrequently Jensen and Holes Holes yeah I haven't been listening to a ton of so, podcasts lately just because work's been nutso um, but yeah. um, go on they recently covered a case um, about a woman who was walking her pit bull uh, in Georgia the Georgia area mm-hmm. it's honestly so sad this hit me really hard probably because I also have a I was pit say, bull this and like you think you're gonna be right you think you're gonna be safe because um, you have a big scary dog. Right. And um, she went to walk her dog at night and her, um, I'm not sure if they're just girlfriend, um, or it's just her girlfriend or if it's her wife. I'm, I'm not really sure. Um, but she never came home. And so obviously, her, I'll say her partner uh, became really worried and went to go look for her and found them both. Um, really brutally murdered and like ugh, it was it was really it was honestly a really difficult episode to listen to for me like it, it made me cry because you know the dog I'm sure tried to protect her and just too it's just so devastating well there were some words carved into her and Paul Holes had you know kind of said that there's some similarities to a case he had worked in our area oh shit um so you know and he's kind of a consultant now so he right. you know like kind of passed along information but um i don't know why but it kind of made me think of like this situation too you know yeah not saying they're related but it just like it just kind of i don't know it kind of uh like kind of like draws your memory or like, not it, you know what i mean like there's you can yeah, draw similarities yeah. and also like you know consistencies realizing my yeah, yeah yeah so i just thought that was kind of I don't know. It's just terrible. I thought it was interesting that he he kind of said that too because he he keeps obviously keeps things close to the vest. He's a consultant, so he doesn't like now, you know, he, he he and they do actual investigating from their podcast and like help. They're like legitimately, you know, helping put away people. Oh, not what we do. And, and bringing <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, they have like probably 10 times the reach that we do. And probably like um, a real budget. Honestly. <laughs> Yeah, and and he's an ex-investigator. We're not. No, we do not have um, that skill set at all. We, yeah. we do our best. So we uh, do do our best. That's but, all we can do. Um, yeah. So, anyways, I thought that was it, it's um that case is unsolved. So if also you know go listen to that episode. I think it's an update episode. It was like a couple weeks ago. Um, because if you're in the Atlanta, Georgia area, and you like know anything about that, like that's you know. It was really violent and really gruesome, and the person who did that really deserves to be in jail for the rest of their oh, life. Oh, fucking a. Um. So yeah, that any any like tips would be helpful there. Um. And speaking of Paul Holes, now I guess we're going to the dicking off section. Let's dick off. We he um he has a new book coming out, and Jamie and I are gonna go in person and listen to like his little book his thing little spiel on in, the book. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I believe we got signed copies of the book, which is be fun. We did. I'm actually so excited. No, when you texted me that, I almost shit myself. Like, full <laughs> send. 
Um, I was like, yes, I don't even care how much it is. Sign me the fucker up. Right? <laughs> it was actually super affordable, like, for the book, signed copy of the mm-hmm. book. Did you order yours, by the way? Like, your book? I forgot. I'm going to write <laughs> myself a note. Book. Um, well, we the book comes with a ticket for the event, yes. and he's speaking, you know, about his book and about... Um, I don't know. Uh, they're going to interview him, basically. So. I think the reason I didn't It'll is be... because it was like, oh, you can also get a, a copy for him to sign there. You can, so yeah. So I was like, oh, I, I, don't know know I might as well just like, wait and just do it then. But it might be cheaper if I pre-order it. It probably so is I'll, cheaper. I'll... I think it would save you like 10 bucks. I will or do something. that then. Um, um, but no, yeah, I'm... so we're going to go do that. I'm pretty pretty excited. Um, definitely nerd stuff. But he's such a smart... I love listening to his podcast because the way he like breaks things down he's so analytical he's intelligent as fuck and yeah i mean it's just kind of it's so interesting so i'm very excited to go um yeah like listen to his book Me thing too um i have a fun um little dick off shout out actually oh, okay. um so we were up in uh zach's hometown um in december for a, a service and mm-hmm. um oh i'm sorry th- thank you um and actually uh the service is uh related to um this this uh, person i'm about to bring up uh their father so i i apologize again for you know your loss um but so uh you, you know our our homie jordan mm-hmm. um so uh his stepfather passed uh this this last year um mm-hmm. and uh he comes up and introduces his stepbrother to me uh he's mm-hmm. uh, i want to say like about 16 years old uh uh um, so hey jeremy um and he was like oh yeah like i'm a huge fan of like uh like my favorite murder and like all of those and i found your podcasts like on apple podcasts like after like as like a recommended show um what? after listening to a different true crime show i might have been mfm but i'm not super certain and then um because yeah. he didn't even realize that he like was adjacent to us mm-hmm. oh right like he knew people who knew yeah. us and yeah. then he saw jordan like share like on facebook like an episode or something and he was like holy shit like that's zach's wife because <laughs> like zach like was there when he was born basically like yeah 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 um and then like he was like oh you had to do a little fame moment yeah and so uh that was really fun uh so we got to chit chat and stuff um but yeah he was uh basically saying that you know he was like yeah like you were talking about like you know you cover a lot of california cases like you know uh your co-host that mentioned that she's you know like up in you know in northern california and that she's like kind of from like this area um like originally like you know like where he's from i, I don't want to like completely like dox mm-hmm. this kid but <laughs> yeah thank you <laughs> um it's a small place so. no 100 percent um but he was just like yeah like i found you guys like super like randomly and then like yeah i heard you mention that your husband's name was zach and then like i put two and two together and then saw jordan's post and then was like holy shit <laughs> like like uh, i'm like cool. what two degrees of separation from like this podcast host <laughs> right well hello jeremy thanks for listening i know so that 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 was really fun um that's awesome um love that and i'm trying to like i haven't had any of those moments (laughs) this was my first so yeah um that's okay i'm not gonna like lie and say i didn't feel like pretty cool for five minutes um (laughs) and then i remember that i'm in fact not cool at all um me either (laughs) Although I did get to do something really cool last weekend. What did you do? <laughs> we, I was in Las I was like, Vegas. I, I know. I just wanted friends. you to say it. 
I know. <laughs> that was so cool. Well, we, you know, as women do, mm-hmm. you get in touch with a club promoter when you're in Vegas because then you can get into clubs for free and you get free drinks and blah, blah, right. blah. Well, uh, our club promoter after on our third night mm-hmm. hooked us up, got us in to see little John who was DJing at this nightclub for free. Oh, that's dope. And... We got to go in, like, on the VIP balcony, mm-hmm. so we were literally hanging up with all of the light directors. Oh, that's rad. The whole night. So, like, instead of being in the mosh pit, which was, I'm sure, COVID central. Oh, for sure. We got to be up up on a balcony, like, completely just by ourselves. The bouncer was kicking out anybody who came over to us, because we had, like, some guys be like, oh, come to our table. And we were like, no. Cause like, based on, like, that. the snaps and stuff I saw, it seemed very, um, intimate's not the word I want to use. Like, like, not... It kind of like, was like not though. crowded, like, not crazy. The, like, no, it was just the five of us and the two, the three light guys, mm-hmm. and they like let us come talk to them and like watch what they were doing. It was so sick. And then they had their own feed of Little John up at the at the DJ booth, so we got to kind of see him up close, like what <laughs> right. he was doing. It was so sick. That's rad. I love that. Yeah, it we had like a my eighth blast. grade heart was very happy. He's like such a good DJ. I thought he was like performing, but he was DJing. That's all cool. Um, and of course, he did like his own music too. So right. it was great. Ten out of ten experience. I love, love it. That. I mean, we were not drinking either. We were all just vibing and dancing and like having such a good time. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. But yeah, so that's yeah, that was fun. Um, also, I watched <laughs> on Netflix. The woman in the... The window across the, the street woman in the, or something. Yeah, the woman in the house ac- across the street from the girl in the window. Yeah, so it's, it's all, all of those words in some order. It's the... Okay. the Kristen Bell. It's Kristen it. Bell with a wine will, glass is the, like, picture. <laughs> I will watch anything with her in it. Okay, love her. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a parody of all of these other murder mysteries. It's so funny. <laughs> it's... I just the first episode was slow and then I then I was like oh this is a joke because there's no way yeah um, one of my coworkers watched it and she was like oh like I think you dig it she was like I didn't realize it was a parody at first like I thought it was just like a, a documentary I didn't either and I was like this is so dumb and then I'm like oh I get it <laughs> no it's literally the exact same trajectory that she went through she was like yeah, yeah I was like I'm not sure if this is like serious or like if this is supposed to be like just like a Oh, whatever and then she was like oh fuck like yeah yeah so yeah um definitely i enjoy i enjoyed watching it honestly so i would recommend it um i haven't seen it yet but it's on my like to-do list of things to watch so i'm very excited yeah um, well and then our next episode so this will probably be out um what in in like a couple weeks yeah. our, our next episode we're going to recap the tinder swindler yeah that's on netflix i've heard a lot of uh, fun things about it um i don't want to get too much into like what it is right now um yeah. well we'll cover it next time yeah so. but, but um, i'm excited i have to go get ready for a barbecue so yes and i have to go shopping because i haven't put on Yay. real pants really in months and Feel i am i'm ready to go buy pants to fit yeah i don't have an elastic oh, yes ma'am I'm excited. Please send me updates on what you buy. I will. I'll send you some fitting room picks. All right. And open. just to reiterate, if if you all have any, they they are open. <laughs> if you all have any information about any of these, either of these two cases, we'll link phone numbers and mm-hmm. confidential tip lines. Um, 
especially this one in Rancho Cordova. It's very recent. Very. Um, you know, you you may know something, and it's really important. Um, so definitely, please don't withhold any information. And yeah, thanks. We'll y'all. catch you in a couple weeks. Goodbye. Okay. Bye.